0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shaving Ryan's Private Parts. It's similar to Saving Private Ryan, but a lot more gay sex.
1: I've killed for you.
0: Who else can say that? You think you'd be happy with a nice Midwestern
1: girl? No way, baby.
0: I'm Ed. Look, you're delusional. I mean, you're insane. Why would you even want this? Yes, I loved you. And then all we did was resent each other and try to control each other and cause each other pain. That's marriage. Now I'm getting ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. The only podcast that got a really quick glance at Ben Affleck's penis, and honestly, I was impressed. It did not disappoint.
1: I feel like I missed it, because I don't, like, everybody keeps saying, like, oh yeah, did you see Ben Affleck's penis? And (laughs) I just missed it. Oh no, it was uh, right at the end when the shower scene happens, you get a real quick glance at it. Okay.
0: And I was like, wow, mm. that, is, uh, That's that is a, man. a Batman <laughs> penis for sure. <laughs> Except for
1: his giant stupid phoenix tattoo on his back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are doing Gone Girl. Yep. A I always forget how mm-hmm. much I like this movie until I watch it again. And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, no, this is incredible.
1: I like that we just keep adding on more David Fincher stuff, so I know more than just... Seven. (laughs) Seven and and Fight Club. Yeah, right, right. Um, So anyway, Zach, why don't you give us the rundown? All right. So Gone Girl came out in 2014, directed by David Fincher. You have Ben Affleck, who plays Nick Dunn. You have Rosamund Pike, who plays Amy, his wife. You have Neil Patrick Harris, who plays Desi in this. You have Tyler Perry, who surprisingly is my favorite person in this movie. Really? Yeah. He's actually, like, not bad. He's he's really good in yeah, this. Yeah. Um, and he plays Tanner Boltz, the defendant. Yep. You have Carrie Coon in here, who I love, um, just from The Nest, mm-hmm. who plays Nick's brother or Nick's sister, Margot. Yes. And then you have Kim Dickens, who plays Detective Rhonda Booney.
0: Yeah. And Gone Girl is uh, a movie about a man whose wife disappears and then he has to kind of, he ends up kind of becoming like the focus of an intense media circus. Um, and he's kind of just like in the spotlight and then he's kind of being like sort of like a suspect of possibly murdering his wife mm-hmm. while also he's trying to uncover what's really going on here. Uh, and I, like I said, I always forget how much I really like this movie and, um, I think that this is Ben Affleck's, like, best performance, period. Really? In my opinion.
1: Because I don't, like, there were parts in early on in the film, like, first, like, half hour, where, like, Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike, I was just like, I just, like, I can see the chemistry of their characters, but I don't really like the acting going on for them.
0: I disagree. I really like their acting together. I think I think that they play, like, a really good couple that is kind of, that is in love, and then starts slowly hating each other. Mm-hmm. So in a way, them not having chemistry kind of makes sense. <laughs> makes them have chemistry. <laughs> um, but I don't know. In my opinion, I think Ben Affleck is incredible. And I really like Rose and Pike a lot. Like, she is an actress that I just, I feel like I don't see that much of. At mm-hmm. least, like, she's probably, like, in, like, a lot of movies. I just recently saw a movie where uh, she was, like, a Netflix uh, Netflix original mm-hmm. that I really liked. But, um, and I thought she was, again, like, really, really good in it. But I,
1: I just don't, like, other than that, I don't really know her that well. I've seen her in, like, a couple of things, but nothing, like, significant. Yeah, but I think this movie, she's great. Yeah, I mean, like. Once you get into like the gritty, like, yeah, um, yeah. The, the later half of this film, which by the way, like, because I texted you the last night and I was like, man, this is first hour of this film is very different from last hour of this film, yeah. And going into this film, because this is my first time watching it, I assumed that the entire movie was going to be this whole thing of Nick basically being shown in the spotlight of like, oh, maybe he was the murderer and kind of playing off of that. And then at the end showing that, like, hey, Amy's still alive. Mm-hmm. And I was very surprised where an hour in, they're just like, oh, yeah, here's Amy. And she's just, like, this run was, away. This is the plan. Yeah. And I was, like, <laughs> curious how they're going to go about the rest of the yeah. movie. Because, it like, from that point on, like, beforehand, I was like, oh, man, like, I'm really intrigued by, like, you know, what's going to happen and, like, are they going to blame Nick and are they going to find evidence? And is it going to be like a, a whodunit of, Oh, did Nick actually do it? Right. Cause for most of the movie, he is kind of like this nonchalant, no emotion, non caring guy about his wife being either abducted or killed. Mm-hmm. And Especially, too, like when, you know, they have that press conference and he does like that quick smile and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's a fucking murderer smile. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's like for that first hour, you're kind you don't know. You mm-hmm. have
0: no idea. Did he do it? Did he not do it? I mean, you come in the middle of it just like him. And of course, you know, it hasn't you know, it's been done before where. There's a, you know, you watch a movie and you're being led to believe that this guy or this person didn't do it. And it's like just kind of like going through like what's going on. And then in in the end, you realize that, no, wait, that is the murderer. And in this case, they just don't give you that at all. Yeah. And I love it. Like, again, like the woman who wrote the book also Mm -hmm. did the screenplay for this. Okay. So she like she fully adapted her own work. Mm -hmm. And I haven't read the book, but I've heard really, really good things about it. My girlfriend, who truthfully isn't an avid reader in general she was like eh it's kind of boring (laughs) and i'm like i don't believe you but like (laughs) my fiance
1: like read it and absolutely loved it yeah so
0: i mean you know you have to like appreciate that that like the the movie adaptation is what the author of the original piece of work wanted Mm -hmm. because she's the one who wrote the screenplay for it um one thing and I don't know if you noticed this, but I really noticed and I, I don't know if it's just like I don't know how you watched it, but I watched the Blu-ray cuz I own it. Mm-hmm. And also fun fact, the Blu-ray, the one that I have comes with an amazing Amy like book. Oh really? Yeah, it comes That's with, like really an actual cool. story. It's really cool. <laughs> um, but uh, did you notice just how fucking good this movie looked? Like in, in my opinion, I thought that this movie looks significantly better than like most, most of the films that I've seen. <laughs> And especially like, in 2014. Y- and like and I don't know if it was the the camera lens that they were using, I don't know if it was the camera that they were using, I don't know if it was like the cinematographer who was like doing like, you know, or the director of photography who was doing the lighting for the scenes, but everything in this movie mm-hmm. looked so good and like just like next level compared to like all the other stuff that I watch.
1: Well, I watched it on Amazon like with the ultra hd version yeah. so for me it already looked awesome yeah. so i don't know because like had i watched just the regular version it could have been at ultra hd right right yeah <laughs> but like it, it did look really good i thought it looked
0: incredible like i really noticed it especially toward like from the opening shots of just like like when they were I, which i really like the uh like the opening credits of like who's in it mm-hmm. and it's just like the constant like f- like changing of things and i was like Man, this movie just looks really
1: good. Like,
0: just like it's something. (laughs) The cinematography
1: just was awesome. Yeah,
0: and like, and like this movie doesn't deserve that good of cinematography. (laughs) Like, it's a murder. It's a murder mystery kind of, and like, it's just so beautiful. But like, even when you're inside the homes, like the lighting is just so incredible. Like everything just looks so good. I was like. I was really just, like, blown away by it.
1: Yeah, I also feel like this movie was a little underrated. Yeah, like right, when and, it came and, out. and it's weird that I like just... Like, nobody talked about it at all when right, it came out. Like, just
0: nobody, like, knows about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's
0: really incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean, the psychology, too, that's played between them, because, again, like, for, for the first half of the film, you're on Amy's side, because you're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, when you come to find out that... Nick is cheating on her with like this 20 year old student of his. Yeah. And you find out like all the other stuff of like you know he pushed her and it got like really physical there and you're on Amy's side for all of it. You're like okay Nick is the asshole for everything. Yeah. And then later on you come to find out like more information about Amy where it's like she did all these horrible things like the one ex like said that he raped her when it was consensual sex Mm. and then made him a sex offender from it yeah and then the other guy desi who like she she put a restraining order on him which i don't know like he did give me like stalker vibes he's but definitely he didn't, like weird but he he's weird but he didn't give me like super super stalker vibes <laughs> yeah like not enough that you have to go to everything so i'm pretty sure like she manipulated somehow too yeah and in that you come to realize like okay i'm not on amy's side anymore but, but I'm, I'm
0: still not really on Nick's side. Yeah, you you <laughs> just kind of like
1: are in the middle where it's like they're both pieces of shit.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, but I mean, obviously, I, I'm you kind of lean more towards Nick's side a little, a little bit, only because you know Amy's Nick, fucking Nick, crazy. Nick didn't murder anybody and yeah. ruin people's lives. But I mean, her as like this, this manipulative, um, just being able to just completely like just ruin people's lives mm-hmm. like she's scary yeah she's and I... really a terrifying character and she's just this 120 pound blonde beautiful woman mm-hmm. and she's horrifying
1: yeah i don't i don't say this a lot because it's somewhat offensive but that bitch is crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah very much so like especially too with later on like with desi because like she loses all the money from the weird hillbilly people that she's staying in the motel with yeah yeah. And then she's like, okay, I have no one else to turn to, let me call Desi, and then he is just, like, this super rich asshole that, You like, know,
0: Neil Patrick Harris kind of got, like, a lot of hate. Really? Like, because everybody was, like, he's kind of stuck out, like, a sore thumb, like, that he was, like, kind of, like, miscasted for this. No, I but, think like, he was... I thought he did, like, look, in my opinion, he's not in the movie enough to really give, like, that hard of a judgment of, like, oh my god, like, mm-hmm. he like he's he's barely in the movie, but, like for the for for what he does and the service that he provides i think he does a fine job
1: yeah cuz he does come off as like this pretentious rich guy and that's all you really need like neil patrick harris nailed that portion of yeah, it to me
0: definitely i think that um that when she when she gets to him and at that point she's like losing her like 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 she had this listen we need to talk about her plan like how she methodically planned this out
1: so in depth I like l- years. i love
0: I, I don't know why like but like w- one of my favorite things in movies for some reason is like when the, the like the con artist or whatever like breaks down the process of mm-hmm. what they did it happens in like tons of movies and it's just like so interesting to like see how in depth the character is willing to go and able to get what they want yeah and obviously she's willing to go very far i mean from mm-hmm. fa- like from you know the whole thing of befriending the neighbor to then steal her urine so she can come across as pregnant mm-hmm. to then the murder the murder uh you know or uh, Yeah, like the murder scene that, that she plants, the fake blood, or not not even the, the real blood no, that she, she actually yeah. drained her blood right. for. <laughs> and, and, you know, then tries to clean it up and make it look sloppy. And then all of the purchases that she made and then mm-hmm. put them in that woodshed. I mean, it's just so in-depth that, truthfully, she explains how to actually, like frame somebody for murder yeah like and if you you could actually do this it's <laughs> scary too because like
1: it could actually work the only thing that i think you would have like a tough time doing is getting like your husband to sign off on like the life insurance policy yeah because that was just like so nonchalant of like here's a beer and sign this <laughs> and like he was just like yeah fuck it whatever <laughs> but i mean i guess too like at that point he's just kind of like uh, whatever, just give her what she wants, and then she'll leave me alone type thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, he lost his job, so he was just kind of like, he's not really doing anything at this point. Like, at that moment, he's just kind of been like, not working... Playing video games all day, mm-hmm. watching movies, watching TV, just kind of like vegging out. And uh, and he even has like that moment where he's like, I've never not had a job. I used to flip burgers. I used to paint houses. Like this is like completely like new to me. I don't even I don't know how to act right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he got comfortable. Obviously. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. And the scary thing is that happens. Like mm-hmm. you can get real comfortable real quick and then just be like, yeah, I don't want to work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then your life is just that. Yeah.
0: Um, But I I agree, but I think that um, though, like how she breaks everything down, I I love it.
1: I I thought it was like probably one of my favorite scenes in this film, uh, just because too, at the same time of doing that, they're also showing you like her dying her hair and cutting it and like basically replacing who she is. Yeah. And I liked that too, like throughout the film where they really showcased like these scenes of. Okay, here's Nick and Amy, and like they're in present and they kind of like hate each other. And then it's flashback of like, look at how in love they are. yeah, and then coming back and then being like, okay, she's missing and like tell me all these things. like you know, what's her what's her friend's names? like what does she do for the day? What's her blood type? And it's like, you don't know your wife's blood type. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like again, back at that point, it's kind of like, okay, maybe Nick did kill her because he really doesn't know anything about his wife. Yeah. It's kind of strange, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And and I think that they do a really good job of painting this picture of they used to be in love. Like, I actually really enjoy when they first meet at that party and they're having, like, that really, like, an intellectual, like, smart uh banter back and forth one, with one another. It's, like, only very intelligent people can have jokes like that. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> like they, they clearly have. They're just very intelligent people, clearly. And it's just, I don't know. I found it very compelling. Mm-hmm. and. And then, you know, the kind of infamous at this point in the movie, it's kind of like when he like brushes the sugar off of her lips when they walk through that like sugar thing, that little like sugar storm there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then like those like little subtleties like Mm -hmm. keep coming back into the movie, like the the, chin thing, the the chin thing comes back and the wiping of the lips comes back and all that stuff comes back and it all comes full circle to like this. I, the the one thing that I really really appreciated about the movie was that they did at the end of the movie they don't just it's not that she arrives home and then they just kind of end it mm-hmm. and it's like oh an ambiguous ending like like they they then give you another like 15 20 minutes of like their lives after like weeks and weeks and weeks after the fact that she came back
1: yeah and it, it is kind of like this crazy point too cuz again you have I, another amazing plan that Amy comes up with, where he basically like forces Desi to have sex with her, make it look like rape again, but then kill the him. camera thing that she does where oh she my where God. she does the uh, yeah, it's insane when yeah. she takes like the wine and gets yeah. it in her shirt, yeah, horrifying. Uh- <laughs> um, and then you know coming home in the blood,
0: yeah. Well, we need to talk about when she slits his throat yeah. because that scene is the best scene in the movie. Like, it's so good. Yeah. I love the music that's playing, that's like building up. And... And how she, you know, slides her arm underneath the pillow and then just cuts his throat and then the blood is just pouring onto her and she's just kinda taking
1: it. Yeah, and then turns over and then just again makes sure that he's dead. Yeah. Like just holding I mean, his this arms is a down.
0: Twisted woman.
1: Whew. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. And then it also begs the question too of like why is it that easy that she got her money stolen? Like earlier on. Yeah, right. Like, she is so methodical about planning shit out. You would think that she would go after for revenge. Yeah. But they also kind of have, like, the leg up on her of, like, I know you're not. Well, they kind of explain,
0: right, exactly. Like, she's like, you're not going to go to the police. You're not going to come after us. Because if you do, like, if. Yeah, like if she went out and like murdered them or something, then that would just cause a whole nother problem. Like yeah. she would have to, she would then have to like cover up a whole murder and it would just get like way too, but it. So she could, she probably could, but it, <laughs> it would probably just, it, it probably is a lot easier just to like, all right, you guys can have my fourteen hundred dollars or whatever yeah. it is, you know, and I'm just gonna like go back to my husband.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then yeah, like when she slits Desi's throat, it's. Insane. it's incredible though. yeah like it's an absolutely insane like the idea that she came up with too with like the cameras and everything everywhere yeah mastermind yeah like evil genius mastermind yeah which makes you think that the writer of this book evil genius mastermind <laughs> Yeah, was i don't i don't know who wrote this book though like um female or male it's but a, it's a woman ah uh, yeah, where's her husband at? I think
0: her name is G- Jillian Flynn.
1: Mm. Where, uh, where's her husband at? <laughs> we need these answers.
0: Uh, yeah, so she so she slits his throat and then comes back. And like I said from like before, I love how they really like they again they, they they don't just like say she comes home and then they like you know that they end it there. Like no no no, you live like Ben Affleck or Nick mm-hmm. is like, I plan on leaving you, and she's like no like you can't leave me because then you look like a piece of shit Mm -hmm. because you know i've just i've just been missing for however long i've been missing for i i've been raped i've been this i've been that i came back to you and then you're gonna leave me like how does that make you look
1: Mm -hmm. and and she's right and then the whole thing too with the pregnancy right which is desi's kid yeah and it's like, well, no, you also have a child now, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, like she literally traps him. Yeah,
0: it's she's a she's crazy,
1: mm-hmm. but she she's a villain. Yeah,
0: like like class like class act fucking villain. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad that I forget about this movie because she's an incredible villain.
1: Yeah, and one that's all too real that could actually be right. Um, I also absolutely love the ending. Like when I watched it last night, my fiance asked me, I was like, so what did you think? Because she read the book and she's seen the movie. And I was like, I don't know. I got to like sit with this for a second. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know like how I feel about the ending because it really left it like with no climax to it. And then as I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God, it's such a perfect ending for this film. Because <laughs> it opens with the whole scene of like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? If I could just bash your brain in and see what's going on. Yeah. And it gives you this first vibe of like, oh, my God, Nick's a fucking murderer. Right. And now and it, it has a new light yeah. of like, Amy is the crazy one. And it's like, I just need to know what she's thinking so I can be two steps ahead of her. Yeah, Because at any moment... Nick fucks up and she can just either plant like rape or suicide or murder on Well that's him.
0: that's what uh what's his name? Uh Tanner, right? Or Yeah, Tanner Bolt. Yeah,
1: Tanner, he's like he, you know, he he
0: laughs and he's like, "Yo, you guys are like the most fucked up couple I've ever like <laughs> dealt with and I de- like and that's my profession." Mm-hmm. Uh and then he like, you know, he's like, "You're going to be all right. He's like, "Just don't piss her off." And then he like walks away. Yeah. And, and it's like, "Yeah, you're right. Don't yeah, don't get her mad." That's literally what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> like you got to be walking on eggshells now uh with this woman. Mm-hmm. Um I love the shower scene mm-hmm. when she's
1: covered in blood, and yeah, that's the other thing too. They wouldn't like remove the blood when she's at the hospital. I don't know how that works. You don't have a shower or something. I mean, I probably not. They have washcloths <laughs> here's Here's a packet of baby wipes. <laughs> oh sorry, all we have is like the little alcohol swabs from barbecue this morning,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I love the shower scene <laughs> when and she's again she's just so nonchalant like she has no remorse she just murdered a man slit his throat watched him die his she's covered in his own blood and she's just like can you just pass the shampoo like yeah <laughs> like, I just I don't know man like she's twisted and fucked up but like she's incredible mm-hmm. and I think Roseman Pike is like one of the reasons like yeah it's a very very well written character obviously but like the way that Roseman Pike portrays this character and like the facial expressions and stuff like that. I mean, I can't imagine anybody else.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why like like I said, the the weird chemistry in the beginning, not so much for me, but as the movie progressed on, like Nick really came into his own and Amy was just stellar to watch. And yeah. and that's like always the biggest praise that I have for actors is when you like Especially someone like Ben Affleck, who you it's so recognizable of like who he is. Yeah. That just melds into the role and you don't see him as Ben Affleck anymore, you see him as Nick. Right. And same thing for Rosamund Pike, you see her as Amy. Like that's the biggest praise that you can have and that's what I saw in this film.
0: Yeah. And um for me, man, this is like top three Fincher films. Yeah, I mean in my I... opinion. Like honestly, like I really, really think that this is like one of his bet like one of his better movies. Like I I, I probably also can't really say that Fincher has ever made a bad movie. Like, yeah, he hasn't. But uh, I really think that this is like one of my favorites from him.
1: At least out of the stuff that I've seen him in. That's why I'm going to give this nine out of 10 awesome Amy books. Amazing (laughs) Amazing Amy Amy books. Nine out of 10 amazing Amy books.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think it's an incredible movie. I think it's a great kind of like noir, like you know, kind of like mystery, uh, and it's a it's a really really great thriller. And I think it's paced really really well. Like I don't, there's no moments in the in the uh, in the movie where I'm ever like, man, this is kind of dragging. Like Mm -hmm. it's just paced so well.
1: And it's got like three or four plot twists, yeah, just out of nowhere. Right. Uh, It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I love this film. Um, So I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I did, Frank. What would you like to recommend though? Now that we've talked about this. (laughs) Uh, murdering your husband Ah! (laughs) Um, i love (laughs) so
0: i recently started watching the hbo series Watchmen, which is based off of obviously alan moore's uh watchman graphic novels fantastic graphic novel yeah and the 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 series is is not and it has nothing it almost has nothing to do with the original uh source material. Mm-hmm. It's like years and years after the Minutemen how like they're old or not like the character that they focus on has nothing to do with them in like in hindsight she mm-hmm. does like after like things get revealed but um the topic of the topic of like what they're really like the show is about is really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not done in like a, like a cheesy, overly kind of like cheesy way. It's done in like a realistic way or as realistic as you can get with, you know, Dr. Manhattan flying around with his penis out and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is he in it? Cause I he, didn't, he's not, chance. he's not, I mean, I haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, he himself is not in it, but he is spoken about a lot.
1: Okay. Um, I know Ozzy Mandius is in it. He's I think. in it.
0: Yeah. But again, he's like, he's like 70. Like yeah. He's old. Um, yeah. And it, there's just like some, a lot, a lot, everybody in the movie that was originally part of that Minutemen, uh, you know, uh, group, they, they either are in it or they are referenced and they are old and they are not superheroes anymore or vigilantes anymore, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. Um, but I, truthfully, this is like one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. Like it's very, very well done uh and again like the subject matter that they cover is is incredible Um, And, like, the underlying themes of, like, what actually it's about is obviously something that needs to be talked about. uh, And it's just really, really good. I have, like, zero complaints so far. Nice. Uh, I'm, like, I think there's ten episodes. I'm, like, six in. And I'm finding – like, every morning or every, like, night I'm usually, like, trying to put one on because I just really, really, like, want to finish this off because I want to know how it ends. And I think it's a limited series, so I don't think it's going to, like, continue. I don't think there's going to be a season two. There isn't. Um... So, yeah. So, I mean – it's like a one and done and I do think that it's absolutely like if you have HBO Max I 100% uh, believe that it's like worth the time
1: yeah I mean I I remember like when it came out and like I'm I was such a huge fan of the graphic novel and then also the movie by Zack Snyder and I just never got around to watching it um and I almost forgot that it completely existed but I do have HBO Max now so I definitely want to check it out
0: it's really good and it's made me interested in watch or in reading the graphic novels I was actually going to purchase like This, like, collector's edition. It's got, like, all 12 uh, books, I guess, or whatever it is. I have the Omnibus if you want it. Maybe that, too. Yeah, maybe I'll do that because uh, I really, really actually want to read it Mm -hmm. because, again, it's not about the Minutemen, but the stuff that they talk about and, like, the things that are referenced, it's, like, I really want to know, like like the original story mm-hmm. because I heard apparently it's kind of considered like one of the greatest graphic novels like ever written, like period.
1: Well that's just Alan Moore. Like that man is just so good at what he does. Yeah. Between this, I think he did V for Vendetta as yeah, well. Yeah. And then um the the run that he did for Swamp Thing is just poetry. <laughs> just absolute poetry for a gross grass monster in the swamps. Yeah. So
0: uh, I highly recommend The Watchmen, and I guess I would also recommend The Watchmen original graphic novels, although I haven't read them. But, I've, I've, again, I've heard – it's pretty much – it won, like, a bunch of
1: awards, mm-hmm. I know,
0: and it's literally like kind of considered, like, the greatest graphic novel, like, ever written, period. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's my recommendation. Zach, what are we doing next?
1: Well, Frank, for our movie discussion, something that we, nobody really talks about anymore that I think we should bring up, and that is 3D movies. What's the point? yeah <laughs> so <I> think, yeah
0: <laughs> all right cool so look forward to that zach take us out all
1: right guys Thanks for listening now frank you want to solve amy's treasure hunt